You're tuned into another edition of Pusher Mania's playlist. I'm coming at you live from Austin, Texas. My name is Matt Sanzala, and we've got a very special guest today, not live in the studio. We're on the international uh, wave lines here via the internet. From Barbados, if you listen to Pusher Mania's playlist in the last few weeks, you know the song Trippin'. The woman's name is Shan, and we've got her on the line right now. What's going on, Shan? Hey, hey, guys. It's Chian here. What's up? What's up? Chian. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I don't have the accent. I'm in Texas. We say things different here. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Man, it's really exciting to talk to you, though. I mean, I don't know a ton about you. I just know that I'm excited. I heard the first song, that, I guess it's one of the first songs you've released, called Trippin'. I heard yeah. that on the David Rodigan show on BBC One Extra maybe a couple months ago. And man, I haven't had a, such a hard time finding a song. It was like back in the day when you had when when the reggae records were only on dub plays, you couldn't find them. Man, I couldn't <laughs> find this song anywhere, and I was super excited to finally. Uh, it it took some detective work to find y'all. Pretty Boy Records out of Barbados. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and where you come from? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, young girl, I grew up on a pig farm, and I got the chance to hit the international stages and. I basically just love, love singing. So when I got the opportunity to um, tour and to make music and do all of the, all the amazing stuff I've been able to do, um, I kind of just grabbed a hold of it and just ran with it. And since I met um, the head of the label Pretty Boy Records here in Barbados, um, I've opened for Chrisette Michelle, John Legend, Percy Sledge, um, Jack Hure, Got to work with some phenomenal producers like um, Kuya in Canada, Bobby York, who's actually the producer of Trippin, and um, a great number of other really phenomenal producers. And um, it's just been a phenomenal ride, actually. Yeah, I've just been having a blast, basically. <laughs> so straight out of Barbados. Yep, straight out of Barbados. Now you say you grew up on a pig farm, that means you're a country girl? Straight up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did you get your start in singing, though? I mean, you said you met Pretty Boy Records and all, but I mean, your voice, you've got an incredible voice. You've had to know that for a long time. Oh, you know what's crazy, though? Um, Growing up here in Barbados, um, we have like such a, we have such a huge saturation of talent that it's, it's, it it felt like it was pretty normal to have people who could sing and sing really well. And um, the... The industry here, the local industry, is, is is so heavily saturated that like opportunities for look for local singers, especially younger ones that are not entering the industry, aren't as huge or as open as they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't really seem like singing was going to be something that I was going to be able to do. Right. But um, so I was I was going to school, I was studying, I was doing the whole get a degree thing, and I just wasn't happy. Like the only times in the week that I was like, okay, let me wake up, let me go, let me get this, yeah, was mm-hmm. the days when I went to like open mics and crash shows and stuff. <laughs> so right. it was it was clear from early on that music was what I was supposed to do. I was just kind of fighting it because, you know, you, you kind of get told, okay, you have to be an academic, you have to do this, you have to do that. Um, I guess everyone has their lane and my lane is music. So I, I eventually ended up in it. <laughs> right. I actually crashed on Trevor Pretty's birthday party and sang for him there. And at first he wasn't quite into it because I was really, really bohemian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like long skirts and everything was turned. And, right, right. And um, after that, I guess, I guess being really persistent pays off because 
I kept on coming. I kept on coming. He was like, okay, if you're on a plane to London with me to go to meet him, the music conference, then yes, I'll, you know, work with you. I'll help you out. Hmm. He still wasn't really convinced, but I was totally on that plane. I went to everywhere. I was his shadow. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like once you find your aha moment, you get kind of crazy passionate about it. So everywhere that I had to be, I was there. Everything I had to do, I did. Um, after that, it, that's when the whirlwind really started. I did a showcase. Was that record. last year or because meet him no, just that happened? No, the year before last. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So since then, I did the showcase, my first showcase record labels straight out of meet him. That was super green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, got an offer then, but I didn't feel like I was ready to really take on the industry and really perform really well. Um, I felt like I needed time and space to grow and become a proper artist, not just a singer. Um, so I took the time to do that, and Trevor guided me through the entire process. The team has been phenomenal. Right. Um, from there, we went touring. We did we created shows, everything. So I'd have like all these different experiences, and we did tons of interviews. We did releases, and. Um, Basically, I, it was just to nurture the process so I could become what I needed to become and handle the industry properly so that once we started going out there on an international scale, it'd be better, you know, like everything would be lined up exactly as it should be. Sure. Um, so that was, that was 2013 to 2014. At the end of 2014, we started saying, okay, now it's time to go see the labels. <laughs> right. So we've been, we've been having meetings and having negotiations and stuff like that. So hopefully there'll be an announcement by the end of summer. Um, well, I want to ask, so you say having meetings and negotiations, that sounds like that is, I want to ask you about the Barbados music scene, but, but first, like, is that about, are you doing this around the world? This is in London or this is a medium? Like you guys are going internationally searching for the deal? Oh uh, yeah. International, 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 for sure. Right. Um, the, the local industry needs to like build itself a bit more to support international acts right well i was going to say because you're i don't know much about music from barbados to be honest i'd like to know more about maybe some of the things that you came up hearing from your own island and and maybe a little bit of background Mm -hmm. of pretty boy records like how did you said you approached him i'd like to know about more of the pretty boy records releases oh yeah okay so pretty boy records has um a couple other artists on the roster you've got tobias who's a rapper Mm-hmm. And he's um, American Bajan mix. And um, you've got Lennox. He's like soul. Mm-hmm. So he's a singer. He's a singer and a, a musician as well. He plays both bass and guitar. Then you've got Athlon. Like, we call her the jukebox. She knows everything. She's amazing. She's like disco and soul and everything's just slammed into one. Amazing. Um, and we've got some other artists on the developing roster as well. So you'll be hearing about them soon. Um, so Pretty Boy Records itself is really strong. It's going to be amazing when the world gets to see it properly. Man, that's really exciting. So all these artists are Barbados-based artists as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually just signed with um, Craft PR, PR last on okay. an international PR company. in I think it's based in New York. And they're amazing. They've been really working for us. Right. It's literally been days and they've been they've done so much work. <laughs> well, that's exciting because I feel like I look at Barbados like I would look at Texas or any other region. Like when, you know, if, if yeah. you pay attention to hip hop in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever, Houston really got 
a lot of shine. But for 20 years before that, nobody even knew any rappers from Houston outside of maybe the Ghetto Boys. And See? I think about and and that took just a couple labels really stepping up and putting the work behind their talent in their their town, their city. And then it, yeah. it expanded and took it a little further and took it a lot further after that. And I, I kind of see, exactly. hopefully, see the same thing happening with you and Barbados because, yeah. I mean, that's not, the sound of a tripping is really unique. Like, your voice is unique and it's really, it's a reggae sound, but it's not just straight up what you'd expect. Like, is that, is reggae kind of, a, is reggae like the big sound in Barbados? Is that what is really in the streets out there? Or what, what's, uh, what's like, the, what's, what's Barbados sound like? I think um, I think you could think of us more as a melting pot. Reggae is an international, like sure. a, a regional sound, like Caribbean ways. You're gonna hear it in every Caribbean island, um, but every every island has like a sound that's kind of unique to them. Um, Barbados, we have spooge, which is like a reggae, and um, I guess you could say like jazz or something like that kind of mix. It's got like a really nice feel to it. It's like hook it, hook it, hook it, hook it instead of the um, Instead of the, the the straight reggae beat, you know how like reggae has like this kind of sp- specific sound to it. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, Spooch has like a, a bit more of a cut in it. Well, you're gonna have so me. That's, that's the Bajan. That's the Bajan sound. Well, I was gonna try and get some work done today, but I think you're gonna have me researching a little bit <laughs> once we hang up here. I need to know more about yeah. this about Spooch. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Um. Um, what, what would be a great spooch singer for you to look up? Jackie Opel. Jackie Opel. Yeah, oh, wow. Jackie Opel. Opel, Opel. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to get on that. I'm going I'm to go down the wormhole of spooch music today and figure it all out. I'm going to know more about yeah, anybody anybody in Texas. So I'm going to know more about it than anybody out here. By, by now. <laughs> so why don't we get into the song? Why don't we play Trippin'? Because there might be some people out here who haven't heard it yet. We'll give them a little sample of what uh, we're talking about, and then we'll come back and talk a lot more about what you've got going on, uh, the past, the present, and the future, and everything in between. Sure, sure. Already, this is Chan. song is called Trippin'. It's on Pretty Boy Records, and I hope you heard it here first on Pusher Mania's podcast. Chip and go. 
talking about they hear what we're talking about the first single the first proper single released by shan mm-hmm. from barbados and that's who we've got on the line right now like i said i first heard it just randomly it was a rotting and scorcher on bbc one extra just a month month and a half ago and yeah. it seems like uh just when up what i've been seeing online and following you've since then you've gone overseas again you've been out traveling what are some of the things you've got going on right now um, well, right about now, we're getting ready to do a showcase and we're going to do um, a writing camp. So we'll be finishing up my album mm-hmm. and some of the other artists as well will be doing, will be working on their albums. And, and I'm also going to be heading out on tour soon. Yay. Really? Where? So where uh, <laughs> we're going to be heading to St. Martin. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to do, we're going to do like a month of shows there. So it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. That'll work. That'll work. A month yeah. of shows. Yeah, we've got and we're actually practicing like six or seven different shows. So Man. it's gonna be insane. Like I'm so excited about it. Right. When are we gonna get you over here to Texas and to these to the states? Well, um, I'm I don't have a specific date, but it's definitely intended. Like we definitely want to come. Right. Well, I know you've got some things in the works, and I guess. Uh, some big things that you can't talk about yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's great. We're excited. I know I have a feeling uh, something's really going to pop off. Now, I don't, like I said, I don't know a lot about you because I just went crazy over the song Trip and then I did some searching. I found another song online. Uh, you did a cover of Walk On By? Yes, 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 yes. 
did you come up doing cover songs like your own versions of songs was that part something that you did I guess everyone kind of does like karaoke is like a huge thing in Barbados. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, everyone I've ever met that sings has been to like a couple of karaoke's. So you kind of end up singing and covering other people's songs a lot. Right. Um, what I would say though is we we also have like a huge thing where we like to create our own stuff as well. So like original work happens mm-hmm. a lot a lot here. Great. It's just, yeah, it's gone to the point where um, radio stations now have like sp- specific times where they have to play like all local music because there's so much being put out now that Man. it's kind of like, you know, you kind of have to hear it. Like, it's, it's good stuff. Is that something that's been mandated or the DJs decide that themselves? Um, A bit of both, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, a bit of both. Um, in some cases, yeah, it was like, okay, this has to happen now. And... In other cases, DJs were like, you know what? This some really great stuff is coming out of Barbados. Like we need to, we need to have the people hearing it. So, right, well, they I... really just to have like specifically. Okay, this this hour will be all Bajan all the day, all the time. That see, kind of thing. See, I think that's important though. That's something that doesn't happen so much here in the United States. I know I I people talk about. You know, they want less regulations and all this. And I look at what Canada does. And Canada's radio and TV stations are required mm-hmm. to play at least, I think it's 35% Canadian music. Yep. I think and it's around that for here, too. I feel like these stations, I think that should happen in the United States. I feel like these stations are supported by their communities. But they do nothing to really foster what's yeah. going on in their community. And I guess from what you're saying, I mean, you can see it for yourself, the effect that can but have also- on, on your community and your scene. But we also have to um, foster the idea of quality as well over quantity. Right. right. Um, so I guess in some cases they have to make programs or whatever that can actually nurture the quality of the work as well so that it's, it's easier to say, okay, I'm going to play this right after um, Bang Bang and it's going to mm-hmm. work, you know? Yeah, I don't think they need to play every yeah. single song, every song released by everybody on the island or in the city or whatever, yeah. but they should... There should be some kind of requirement to represent your community in some capacity. Yeah. That's well, important. Well, in yeah. some cases, I think a lot of the time it's just the quality of stuff that that, um, that DJs and radio personalities and so on were, would be introduced, would be like introduced to like what they'd be getting to come across their desk and stuff. Like you can't always say, okay, yes, just because it's local. No, no, of course not. But I mean, I put it this way. Like I live, I came up in Houston, Texas, and Houston is the fourth largest city in the United States. It had this incredible scene, like hip hop scene that no one really knew about. But then back in the early 90s, when the Ghetto Boys and groups like UGK were coming around, I don't even know if you guys know about them in Barbados, but (laughs) they, uh, there was a radio station in Houston when they first came on the scene for their first two years, the way they got over and the way they really got the community was they played a lot of the music that was coming out of the streets of Houston. And there was some good quality stuff. And they made these guys national artists. They literally helped these guys to become national artists. And nowadays, they're not all the radio. Every station in America is the same. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> We don't have every commercial urban station plays the exact same songs. Every commercial rock station plays yeah, the exact I same songs. Like, I, I was actually able to like learn music a lot faster over there yeah. because every like it'd be like five songs in rotation all day. <laughs> all day. 
all day exactly where'd all you come where'd you crazy. come in the states where have you been over here um i have family in boston so i went okay. there a couple times right and i also visited new york once when i was little nice cold places yeah <laughs> cold places cold places I'm, I'm guessing that um that texas is a lot more like where i'm from nice and warm and toasty yes for sure <laughs> it's it's actually you guys have snow over there anytime we get it about one day or two days every other year in Texas. It's a pan. In North Texas, they get it, but where we're at, it's pretty rare. It'll happen, and when it does, it, it snows very little, and the whole place shuts down. <laughs> like school, school's closed, works over, nothing's happening. Oh man, that sounds like um, tropical storms for us. Like right. If it gets too rainy, everything shuts down. No one goes to work. Nothing happens. Like the whole place just goes on lockdown. You're like, okay, it's just water, guys. Calm down. <laughs> right. I don't mind those days sometimes. Though. Yeah, I guess. Well, who were uh, who were some of your international influences? Who were some of the people you came up listening to and maybe made you want to sing? Ooh. Well, see, here's where it gets funny. Uh -oh. um, I grew up listening to like Ella Fitzgerald, Etta James, Sarah Vaughn. So while everyone else was submerged in the 90s, I was like some way, way back in the day back. Like, right. <laughs> I was listening to My Funny Valentine and um, freaking Perdido by Sarah Vaughn and right. listening to Billie Holiday sing Strange Fruit. Sure. I had no idea what it was about at the time because I was really little. Right. But <laughs> Man, that's a deep song like, for a little one. You know? Yeah. It's just deep super deep mm -hmm. but um yeah like that's that's what i grew up listening to so i'm actually only only like maybe the last two years i've actually been gradually being introduced to the 90s and the 80s and stuff that i would have missed wow uh, yeah well, that's, <laughs> no, your standards are pretty high then yeah yeah <laughs> definitely was, were these sounds that you were hearing was this like stuff that was being played on the radio when you were a youth um no i had a family uncle. Yeah. yeah, I had an uncle that used to, like, come over to the house every Sunday, and he had, like, these really cool tapes that he used to, like, cassette tapes that he used to be playing in his van when he'd come over, and all I'd be hearing was the same thing, Patsy Klein and Frank Sinatra and Louis Armstrong and all those guys, and that's, that's what I really started to gravitate towards, so he started bringing me tapes, so I never listened to the radio None of that. I just sat and listened to cassette tapes all day. Right. Like, that was my thing. Well, you definitely, just on tripping alone, I hear that you have a huge range. Do you, mm -hmm. uh, is your, is the music we can expect to hear in the future? Because I'm intrigued. I want to hear this now. I know we got to wait a minute, but is the music <laughs> we're going to hear in the future going to be more reggae-ish? Is more diverse? Like, what, what can we expect from you? I can say it'd be more diverse. Um, yeah. As an artist, I wanted to, I wanted what I create to be conversational, so it's really relatable. It feels like it's your best friend having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. um, so all the pieces, all the songs will be intimate like that. Mm -hmm. So they'll have different sounds in the in behind them, but they'll have the same vibe, same energy. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Are you working with a band? Produce. You, you mentioned some producers, but are you working with live musicians? What 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 can we expect to see if we see you live? And oh, live for yeah. sure, for sure, band. Like I I don't do anything to track at the moment. Good. Um. I've yeah. I've been really fortunate to just been able to be able to travel with um 
my band everywhere. So <laughs> I, I kind of want to keep it that way for sure. Because sure. I feel like the live band kind of lends something else to it. Like you're, you're able to add a bit more and take away a bit more as it's needed when performing. So definitely live band. Live band for sure. Anyways, um, you might not necessarily be hearing live instruments right mm -hmm. away. Right. Um, but definitely working on that as well. Well, it's working so far, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, I wish yeah. it more. I, I I actually go get a little annoyed now because in in the states with these laptops and everything else, everybody can make music. So I'll go to see a show and I might even see a, a singer or somebody that I think sounds pretty good on the the internet. And then I'll go to the show and they'll literally be like punching up songs on their laptop and then singing. And that drives me crazy. I can't um, even deal with it. No, 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 no. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. No, no, glad no, we no, agree. No. I don't want to do that at all. If I can avoid it, like obviously there'll be sometimes when, you know, you kind of need to just yeah. have, the punch and go, but whenever I can, right. I will. I will. I would love to to have a live band. Well, is there anything else we can hear that's out there? I mean, I, we've we've heard walk on by, we've heard tripping. Well, I've heard walk on by, and we've heard tripping on here. Is there anything else that's that we could find online? Because, like I said, when I when I looked for tripping, it was like trying to get a dub plate back in the day. I couldn't find it, and so when <laughs> I did, I was just like, I found it, you know, and I actually put it out on Twitter and things, and got a response from people, other people who were looking for it too, that were excited. Is there anything else that I should be searching for? Um, you won't have to search so hard. We'll um actually give you um another song. We have a cover song that we're going to be releasing. Okay. And I guess we can do that with you now. Really? Um, see Griffiths, tell me now. Ooh, yeah. you're talking with Marcia Griffiths. Yes, we're going to remix that. That's exciting. So you're going to let me play that? We're going to jump into yep. that? Oh, yep. man. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the new single. Or the new, uh, is this a single or is this just something you're putting out there? Just, um, like, just a buzz record, just, just for buzz fun. The new just buzz record. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. This is a, a version of the Marcia Griffiths classic, Tell Me Now. Done by Shan, and we're going to come right back after this and talk a little bit more and get some information for where you can hear more and see more. And uh, we'll be right back. This is Pusher Mania's podcast. I'd like to kiss you once more Just to hold you once more just to find out for sure if you must leave me now, my darling. Tell me, tell me now. I like to find out from you. Why must you make me feel blue? I like to know what to do to make you feel alright, my darling. Never leave my side. I like to kiss you once more. Just to hold you once more. Just to find out for sure if you must leave me now, my darling. Tell me, tell me now. I like to find out from you. Why must you make me feel so blue? I like to know what to do to make you feel alright, my darling. Never leave my side. I like to kiss you once more, just to hold you once more, just to find. For sure, if you must see me now, my darling, tell me, tell me now. 
Come on and tell me, tell me, baby, tell me how could I change your mind and make you love me now when I switch my ways and still you don't know if my words don't work then baby I show it's as simple as a basic one two three if you really love me you would do ABC time for me to open up my eyes and see now baby one more thing before you leave I'd like to kiss you once more Just to hold you once more Just to find out for sure If you must leave me now My darling, tell me, tell me now I'd like to find out from you Why must you make me feel blue? I'd like to know what to do to make you feel alright My darling, never leave my side Give my love a try waiting the last couple months i've been waiting since i heard tripping to hear more and i definitely appreciate that and and we're definitely looking forward to hearing a lot more from you chan um if people want to hear more they want to know more about pretty boy records they want to get in touch with you what's the best way do you have uh you want to give some websites contact information yeah um right now instagram is the, is your best bet but okay. we post almost every day if not all day, every day. <laughs> oh man! So you'll get lots of information. You get to definitely keep up to date with what we're doing on Instagram. So my Instagram is the Black Marilyn Show. Right. Marilyn, as in Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Black Marilyn Show, and my Twitter is Black Marilyn Show. But that's with show with no W. That's B L A C K M A R I L Y N S H O. And um, for everyone else, you can follow Lennox Music. That's L-E-N-N-O-X-M-U. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the follow. <laughs> um, M-U-S-I-C. Gotcha. That's Lennox Music. Then you've got um, Tobias the Artist. That's T-O-B-I-A-S-T-H-A-A-R-T-I-S-T. Right. And then you've got Avalon246, because you got to big up where you're from, A-V-L-O-N-246. Man. So you can, if you follow all of us, you'll definitely have all the information you need. That's all the artists. I just did while you were reading it off. I just did it <laughs> all. I got them on it all now. Hey, now, hey, hey. I got to ask you about the Marilyn Monroe connection, though. Where, where's the Black Marilyn come from? The Black Marilyn show, where does that come from? <laughs> okay, Um. well, Marilyn Monroe... Is 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 basically the same story almost. Um, well, the beginning part anyway. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, right. not the ending. Um, <laughs> yeah. Stay away <laughs> she from the Kennedys. Came from humble beginnings too. Yeah. <laughs> so she came from humble beginnings too. Um, I'm from a pig farm in the countryside. She was Norma Jean, just a regular girl from suburbs, or I think it was suburbs, or she wished it was a suburbs. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um. <laughs> But yeah, basically it's humble beginnings going into 
this amazing lifestyle basically is is being able to come from nowhere and create something huge and iconic. Um, when I when I when I think about what she was able to do based on where she was from, like it's amazing, and I'd like for that to be reflected in my own project, my own life. Um, so the Black Maryland show itself is all about metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. It's about starting off one place and ending up someplace even more amazing, even even more beyond what you can imagine. So, um, yeah, I guess that, that kind of breaks down the Black Maryland show for me. It's, it's, it's basically the rags to riches story. Right. The whole idea that you can come from nothing and create something iconic, something important. Well, I think that's all coming for you, for sure. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. From what we've heard so far and uh, hearing all these things you have to say, it's definitely exciting to think about the future of Sham. Man, we're really excited to hear more, and I really appreciate you taking this time. No, I had fun, actually. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah, we had a good couple laughs. Right. We'll have right. more fun. We'll get you on the road here in the States. Definitely. Definitely. And don't, you'll be the don't. first to know. So, guys, pay attention. Jeez, <laughs> they better pay attention. And, uh, yeah, don't skip the South. A lot of international artists, they skip the South. They don't understand this. We got, we got your family down here. They're out here. They're, help, oh, they're hungry for it. I'm covering. I'm covering. <laughs> for real. For real. No, I've got to come to Texas, man. Word up. Word up. Well, let's stay in touch, and uh, definitely people out there listening, you got the contact info, you got the websites, definitely dig more into the sound of Pretty Boy Records, and you'll definitely be hearing more here on Pusher Mania's podcast, Pusher Mania's playlist, and all that. You should follow, you guys should follow um, the the head of the label's Instagram as well, that's T Pretty's World with a Z, so that's T-P-R-E-T-T-Y-Z-W-O-R-L-D, you should definitely follow him as well, because... He's the source. <laughs> He's the source. Already, we're on it. Yeah. Well, man, we will definitely talk again. I want to. I want to get the first interview after you go platinum too. Hey, why not? <laughs> that's, that's that's set in stone. Why not? Now. Don't why be, not? Just you go started it, so I'm you might it. as well finish it, right? Hey, big ups, David Rod again for me. He started it. It's true. It's true. That was big. I have to get an interview with him as well. We have to hang. He seems like such a cool dude. Like, I listen to his show and stuff, and he seems like such a cool dude. Well, what I like about him is he gives an artist like you a chance, and it's not... Because there's a a lot of reggae DJs who are stuck on one thing, on dance hall. There's actually, to me, not a lot of reggae DJs that really go and try to play the roots and the classics, and he also plays stuff that's almost reggae kind of alternative to reggae, or it's a little different. Like, it's it's reggae. He's not afraid to... Reach He's into not afraid of the modern areas. stuff that's happening, like the changes and shifts right. that are happening in the music itself. Because well, the thing about it is, um, the genres, all of them are evolving, they're growing. So exactly. he's not stuck on what used to be. He's well, actually that's, really, that's really true, but he's, he does like to push the envelope and play new stuff that's 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 yeah. different. But he doesn't. He's is not totally into the modern commercialization of reggae. A lot of the stuff that's coming out yeah. of it, to be honest, like some of the stuff that's. A little too American hip hop and R and B influenced, yeah, and radio influenced, and uh, degenerate, and uh, some of the stuff that's a little uh, controversial. He'll play controversial, but not the stuff that's just totally kind of degenerate, which I appreciate yeah. because you got to be careful with reggae sometimes. You don't want to hear some of that stuff. <laughs> you don't want to hear some of these things. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it could get pretty volatile sometimes, but um, but I think that happens in everything though. Oh yeah. 
Sure. There's always going to be somebody making something that you just probably really shouldn't be playing on the radio, per right. se. Which is pretty much 100% of urban radio in America right now. Oh, there. That just is I'm what not. it is. We just don't I'm listen not. to it. <laughs> but, oh, man, no. I'm thankful for all the DJs around the world who aren't afraid to take a chance and yeah. are looking for new music and new sounds. And we found an incredible new sound out of all places, Barbados. Hey. Now you got me tripping over here, having to go do a bunch of research and find all these artists you told me about. Yeah, Spooze, Jackie Opel. Yep. You got you got some work to do. I you do tend to, I do tend to trip. <laughs> That's why I relate to that song. I do tend to trip now and again. Oh, trust me. I think we all do. Yeah. I think we all do. World. There's always somebody that kind of spins you around. <laughs> yeah. Some anything, all kinds of things. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely appreciate you, and we will be talking to you again. I hope someday, real soon. We want. I want to know yeah. all the big news. Definitely, and it was awesome hanging out with you on the radio, man. For real, big up, big up, Pretty Boy Records, and uh, yeah. it's been Pusher Mania's podcast. It's SoundCloud.com/slash Pusher Mania, PusherMania.com. Come back every day. Definitely. Stay tuned to your Pusher Pusher Mania. Uh.